I'm a co-host. As am I. Which one am I? You don't know. <laughs> I'll give you three hints. Yeah, I develop Telltale games. <laughs> I write for ShackNews.com. And I am the editor at large. And I like Trine. I'm a super, and I like Trine. <laughs> and I like Trine. <laughs> I haven't played Trine. <laughs> oh, that's Oh, that's Nick. Jake. It's the date. And this is the Idle Thumbs episode number. And I'm Chris Remo. I'm Nick Brecken. And I'm Jake Rodkin. And due to some apparent <laughs> confusions about who we are and what we do, we would just like to take this opportunity to reiterate who we are and what we do. Uh, so I'm, I'm Chris, and I'm the editor-at-large at Gamma Sutra, which is an industry news website, and we cover development and video games. And video games. <laughs> uh, computer games as well. Also com- right. computer, computer and video games. Yeah. Dot com. That's right. where you work, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> exactly. Okay, yeah. yeah. Also, I uh, co-host this podcast called Idle Thumbs. I do that also. Idlethumbs.net. That's a good one. <laughs> How about you, Nick? I, I'm uh, I'm Nick, and I uh, I'm an editor at Shack News. We uh, we cover computer and video games as well. Oh, dot com. Um, dot com. IGN. Okay, <laughs> it's a <laughs> new top many level site that we aren't actually <laughs> associated with. Yeah. Uh, so that's what you do. You write about video games. Mm-hmm. Yep. You, I'm a, you play them sometimes. I play them sometimes. Not very often. And that's Shaquille O'Neal's website, right? Uh, Sha- yeah, Shaq, Shaq News. News. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Okay, yeah. good. Good. Uh, I'm Jake Brodkin. Jake. You call me Jake. Uh, I, I do call you that. I, I work at Telltale Games, which is a video game company that makes video games. Uh, so I don't really write about and them. And computer games? Actually, yeah. We're pretty much primarily a computer game company that also makes video games. Ah, we use computers to make video games. I see. That's someone else, actually. Right. Um so yeah, Shaq isn't involved. But Lawrence Fishburne is, right? Lawrence Fishburne is involved <laughs> because we have made a CSI game one time. Oh man, was he in it? Yeah. Yeah, we've got a 3D model of Lawrence Fishburne <laughs> nice. on that you can sort of pose and yeah. do things to. Sweet. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> do you, can you use Nintendo's uh, horse riding uh, peripheral <laughs> Jesus. for that? <laughs> um, if, he, if he lets you. Okay. <laughs> You have, to un- uh, you have to give him enough spell books, and then you unlock that capability. In the game. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, but that just so if anyone's curious, if you hear people talking about that one time when they were making a video game, <laughs> it was probably me, Jake. If you hear someone talking about how they were at a press event playing a preview of a video game, it was probably Nick and occasionally Chris. If you hear someone talking about how uh, they work at a website that makes uh, that covers the video game's development industry, it's probably Chris. Those are all accurate statements. People don't know sometimes. No, no, I wasn't. I, I'm agreeing. I'm saying that's a good handy guide. Write it down. This one time there was a, there was it. another podcast uh, made by Personal Computing Gamer United Kingdom um, <laughs> that that claimed that Nick was working on Telltale Games. Yeah, and uh, an outrageous claim. Please, yeah. We've also gotten I a few actually, reader mails in recent weeks that have yeah, confused like, I love that time that Jake was talking about how he played a video game. <laughs> <laughs> that must have been wrong. That was, yeah, that was, that was wrong. wrong. There's, no way, there's no way that was correct. Yeah. 
So now that that's all cleared up, you guys want to talk about like a horse riding peripheral? Yeah, yes, that exists. Please. <laughs> all right. Well, we got that out of the way. <laughs> Good. Good. Um, no, uh, this is actually fairly incredible. I didn't see this. What is this? Um, I, I only a horse riding peripheral. Okay. Hey, <laughs> all right. Anyway, no. moving on. <laughs> uh, no, Sil- Silicon Arrow, which is a pretty good site. Um, they they dig up a lot of a lot of stuff like this. They found a um, a patent on a peripheral for the Wii that looks like like a beanbag or something. It's actually an inflatable. It's some kind of inflatable device that you sit on. It's like a you know bag that you, that you blow up you have to actually, horrible i know it's weird as shit you have to blow it up and it's got a little slot that you put the what? Wii remote yeah it's, <laughs> is there a video that plays uh well there's a video <laughs> some kind of three hour kind of <laughs> how to set up your horse bag yeah. <laughs> the nintendo horse bag horse bag <laughs> how to attach Wii motion plus to your horse bag oh god <laughs> You have to cover it with a huge uh, sort of rubber protective thing. <laughs> I can't wait to see it. But also, it, it sort of it starts with the shape of the Wii Remote, and then it just stretches out to encompass an entire inflatable bag. Don't throw this at your TV. <laughs> but is this is this a first-party peripheral? Yes, it is. The needle is slowly going I also can't blast. wait to hear this. <laughs> I can't wait to see Iwata talk about the secrets that might be contained right, in yes. the Nintendo Force bag. <laughs> Dive in. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> dive into the horse bag. <laughs> anyway, so we're already off to a great start with this podcast. <laughs> Jesus. Um, so anyway, the, there's some really good quotes that are worth reading here. Um, it says, uh, let's see here. Yeah, it actually has a, a one-way valve of conventional design to inflate the cushion. Um, well, that's just a valve. Yeah, exactly. But it's like, you, it actually is that, like the kind that you have in so like, like a pool toy. Right. Yeah. Mm, or maybe like, it works in a pool. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it floats. Yeah. Um, it says, for example, the Wii main unit can display the back of a horse's head and background of a trail, a field, a battlefield, or other environment the virtual horse is being ridden through. The image may change in response to the detected motion of the user. So this thing senses you. It's like a. It's like an inflatable balance board, basically. Mm, um, like with a horse. Head. This is this yeah. is this is my favorite. <laughs> This is my favorite part, though. The patent lists, quote, bulls, camels, elephants, burrows, dolphins, whales, and imaginary creatures, such as dragons, griffins, unicorns, and giant eagles. <laughs> I, I really like that they specify yeah. all of Giant these. eagles. Yeah. Nintendo what also suggests the seat could be used for vehicles like hang gliders or other aircraft, a magic carpet, a motorcycle, a jet ski, a land or sea exploration vehicle. Uh, so, but if you're riding around on a giant bug, that patent belongs to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jake's already filed it. Yeah, it's called Edge. Um, <laughs> so this exists. People, the, the main speculation so far seems to be that this will be the next Nintendo or next Zelda game. But I think there will, might be a way more rote example of I don't know. I mean, there might be Wee Horse, right? Yeah, <laughs> Wee Horse. It's a little horse. It's a Shetland, <laughs> Shetland Pony game. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I wonder, like, it would, playing that, but, like, with a uh, riding crop would be really amusing to me if it could detect mm-hmm. when it's slapped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, there are all kinds of other games that... that also, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, those would not pass cert. Um, <laughs> or, I mean, yeah, you also can't play it with stirrups, probably, because you would deflate right. a horse. Yeah. Well, there might be... Or spurs. Spurs, I don't know what a horse is. So <laughs> I'll love we horse. I think a horse is kind of like it's, it's like an inflatable bag. I think it's... Oh, that's a horse bag. I oh, didn't know I was a horse was so of, similar to a bag. Oh, okay. I was mm. thinking of horse bag. Sorry. I get horse bag and horse confused sometimes. 
Oh, <laughs> what are we talking about? The whore's bag, I think. <laughs> <laughs> From Nintendo, the whore's bag. <laughs> Dive yeah, in. Maybe, <laughs> maybe the, man, we're already treading into yeah. in the horrible surprise cast territory. <laughs> no, it's this, fine. Is, this is what the Nintendo <laughs> E3 conference was missing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, did you guys see a lot of? It's true. They they were yeah. unsure whether or not to announce it, but backstage there was an right. inflatable horse. <laughs> Cammy Dunaway had it there. Oh, she man. was sorry. <laughs> you know how like the third party like for when we sports came out. This, <laughs> yeah. This is the best idea. How when, it's not the best idea, but it's something that I would love. You know how when like we tennis <laughs> and golf and stuff came out. And it, <laughs> Sorry, you know they have the plastic attachments of like the golf club or yeah, the yeah. tennis racket. What do you think it'll sell a head <laughs> to attach a to the bag? Head? It's like fucking Godfather, you right? Can it's, freak it's, out. It's, like, it's like wee white sort of plastic. <laughs> Your kids wake up with like, a with a head. Creepily, ah! no, no, no! It's for the Merry it's for Christmas. The horse. <laughs> you open the present, and there's just a super realistic. But sort of like milky white horse head. Right. <laughs> like, oh, no, no, it's for the horse bag. <laughs> Just to fix it to your bag. It's the motion yeah. plus. There is the, <laughs> the motion plus goes yeah. in its mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah I mean, there, there is definitely like a plastic harness thing oh, an image. on the bag oh. that, that you can oh, use, it? that you can plug the Wii remote into. Oh, and nice. I'm sure a third party will come out with, with a horse with head. A horse head <laughs> that you can put on the <laughs> this is awful. Why does this exist? I don't know, I Nintendo love it. is so weird now. Why are they so weird now? <laughs> I mean, money does strange things. They might not make it. Oh, also, Iwata said they want to use the um, use the uh, sensor. What was it called? The, um, the vitality, vitality sensor, vitality sensor yes. to make a relaxation game where mm, it like relax. detects. It. Yeah, relax. <laughs> Your relaxing age is 87. <laughs> Stop telling me this. <laughs> yeah, um, which I guess it grades you on how, how well you're relaxing right. or something like you're that. You're very calm. No, right. you're not that calm. Right. You calm could, down. You could do better. You, you could really calm down. Cal cal uh -huh. Maybe you should take a break from calming down. <laughs> Go back to work. Like it shows the line art illustration of a sort of a stressed out guy at his desk with his boss waving his fist over him. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, like a '40s cartoon for some reason. Why not take a ride on your horse? <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo's essentially just creating one entire weird, like yeah. passive game that just consists of, like they're doing their own version of the weird, like of the future, of like games? Clockwork Orange future. Well, yeah, games. but to win yeah. these games, you have to become a freak. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Brave New World version. Yeah. The other one is the, the Orwell 1984 version, the horror terror right. of being controlled. This is the one where you just kind of passively exist in, mm -hmm. in the throes right. of these weird yeah. peripherals. It's yeah. the, uh, where you take just drugs yeah, to the, calm yourself right, down. Yeah. You're just like right. popping pills yeah, exactly. to like cheat. I got to gotta improve God. my relaxation. You're like, down to like 40 beats per minute. Ugh. TV room from Fahrenheit 451 where you just sort of encapsulate your head right. in, in Nintendo and then just right. sort of <laughs> sit in your inflatable right. horse bean bag with vitality sensors all over you. <laughs> So calm, <laughs> at peace. Right, you sit in your horse back. <laughs> I will never get tired. But of then that. you can you can fly yeah. a dragon around a magic carpet, a magic carpet, a griffin, play frisbee golf. Yeah, all these things and more. Yeah. Now you can ride around on the frisbee dog. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can throw right. frisbees. One player is the yeah. <laughs> one player is the frisbee dog. <laughs> yeah, one player. You don't even need the horse bag if you got a friend or a small sibling. <laughs> just get them to sit you on the balance plug, board. Just plug the Wii remote into their spinal cord. 
They've got a hole just for the. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Anyway, it's like the Guitar Hero game. Yeah. Also on this topic, this is reader mail, but I'll just do it now. (laughs) On Um, the topic of of Alan Home, Alan Home writes, "I think your Wii Motion Plus is broken." He says, I've been playing the hell out of Wii Sports Resort, and I haven't had any of the problems you talk about with the Wii Motion Plus needing calibration. I got a Motion Plus from Amazon, another one from Nintendo World in New York City, and they both work fine. Maybe you got a dud. Although basketball still sucks, so getting a new Wii Motion Plus won't help that. <laughs> Love the podcast, Alan. Yeah. And yeah, I've played it for a few hours as well and didn't have that problem. So, Nick, I think you just... You just I've talked sh- to a lot of people who have the same issue, though. Yeah. I mean, so it could maybe, just be... Maybe um, there's just a shitty maybe there's run. Right. a lot of... I mean, I think it is broken. just a batch issue rather than yeah. a sort of yeah, system-wide yeah. like software issue or something. Yeah. So, we take back what Nick said about Wii Sports Resort last week. Bye. <laughs> I guess. It's yeah. actually the best. Yeah, right. Yeah, the game is great. Yeah. It'll be fine when you get your horse bag. <laughs> I hope this is real. I hope they're doing this. Awada, um, just because I, I want these weird things to exist so they can baffle me, but uh, Awada, did you see he was saying their E3 performance was yeah. like internally viewed as lackluster? Good. They needed more horse bag. So, next E3. Being a Wait. horse bag, maybe we'll also include a feed bag. A feed bag, yeah. You know. Like, Gamer Grub feed bag. A game, okay. <laughs> oh, co-branding opportunity mm-hmm. with horse PB&J. <laughs> horse, that's horrible. Jesus Christ. Yeah. What? It's for the new genre of horse that's, games uh, that will be flooding the market. Ah, right. We're killing sports. horses in Florida right now. That's bad timing. <laughs> what? Wait, what? You're just, yeah. you're just bringing yeah, up yeah, like hor- horses? <laughs> yeah, it's completely random, but they're... There's somebody killing horses. You for, saw on the news that yeah, somebody, there's like a black market for horse meat in Florida right now. Well, that what? yeah, in interactive form would also fall under Nintendo's horse bag patent, <laughs> right? What? That's for serious weird. gaming. Take note. That's kind of <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. yeah. Sorry for making a joke about it. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's just that's weird. What a weird thing. Yeah. Anyway, maybe that's a sign that we should move on. Perhaps. Did you um? Did you read the Awada asks about Punch Out? About We Punch Out? Uh, I actually didn't. Oh, you should check it out. I don't know. I don't have a whole lot to say about it, but it was interesting to read. And this is the thing that all the internet has sort of latched onto. But Mario as a judge in NES Punch Out, the artist uh, who did this stuff on that, it was it was a it was a good panel actually. It was Miyamoto Iwata. Uh, the guy yeah, who's, all the, that Iwata ask stuff has been great. Yeah, the stuff I've yeah. read of it. Is the other really the other good. guy on this is the guy who did who supervised We Punch Out in Japan, as well as. The uh, guy who was the sort of designer of the original Punch-Out and the guy who did the NES port of Punch-Out and Super Nintendo port. So it was basically like everyone who's ever had wow. anything. And Miyamoto did all the original uh, art. So, so no one from Next Level? Or no, it was, it was okay. all done in Japan, right, I think. Right, but right, it was right. everyone okay. from, the, from the Japanese sort right. of side sure, of the sure, entire sure. history of Punch-Out all yeah, the way amazing. through now. That's awesome. But Mario as referee, the artist was like, yeah, I thought Mario was, was pretty sweet. So I just, I just made it as Mario. <laughs> and at that point, no one really was around to notice. There wasn't like a crazy set of guidelines. Yeah. About so I was like, and that's why Mario that's, that's style why Mario looks a little like, off yeah. model. Cause I just thought it would be cool to have Mario as the ref. And that's awesome. Was like, Whoa. And yeah, that guy or one of those guys also was like, yeah, it's been 22 years, but now I'm going to tell you. Uh, when Bald Bull's about to do his charge, there's one of the flashes right to his right. When that goes off, if you punch him, you knock him out. And everyone's like, what? You just been <laughs> on to this for 22 years? <laughs> what? So it's a pretty good... Uh, That's incredible. It's a pretty... It's one of the one of my favorite, like, Iwata asks. That's really cool. Just like, yeah. Um, like, like 25 years of Nintendo history all about this one franchise. It was pretty neat. That's great. Yeah, yeah. the, the Iwata yeah. Ask stuff is awesome. Yeah. What a cool feature. Yeah. Um, this is a series of interviews done by Nintendo's president that you can read at Nintendo.com if anyone's yeah. wondering about right. that. But yeah. That oh. one is totally good. Also, to uh, to increase the like weird Iwata like mysterious factor that we often sa- allude to, the Iwata that, sass factor, right? Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, I I was reading a transcript of today of their of their latest shareholder meetings, you know, and they, they get questions. Real ones, unlike the EA shareholder meetings. <laughs> no, no, asking about Michael Jordan. No, we can come back to that in a second. Yeah, 
uh, and and people are asking these questions. They're like, so what do you you know what do you think about this like forecasted date for this thing? And like, are you guys gonna what do you think about your financial this or that? And and Awad is like, well, if I could just direct you to these slides, and then he queues up a bunch of slides that he just has ready to go. Like, I don't know, that kind of blew my mind. Like, apparently Iwata is just a wizard. The wizard! Like, he just has, like, <laughs> like things ready at his command to just call up on the fly. So that was kind of amazing. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh... But, I was hoping you'd ask that. Yeah, right. No, I mean, it, it was, like, many questions in a row. I mean, it, it was weird. Um, he, yeah, well, whatever. They're prepared. Yeah, he also expects the console generation to last longer than 2011, but that's not surprising to anyone at this no, point. Yeah, <laughs> Nintendo hopes it lasts forever. Yeah, yeah pretty much. No yeah. Although it was interesting, they, there were um, Nielsen released some stats today about uh, usage patterns of mm -hmm. the consoles, and um, uh, to in total minutes, even with its greatly uh, in uh, increased. Uh, overall install base the ps2 and the xbox 360 are still by a fairly significant margin the most used consoles ps2 yeah <laughs> um and they they 360 is actually on the increase and we is on the downcrease over the last six months which is interesting um and it was actually really fascinating because we when you looked at their their lineup and then ps3 was was somewhere below that below the Wii. um uh and then it was interesting because when you look at their their stats for active users, which are people who actually use consoles on a regular basis, right. um, oh, versus just lifetime hours versus used. just right. everyone in the last six months. Right. This is bo both for the last six months. Right. Um, okay. The uh, the uh, I think the 360 was was more clearly in the lead among active users, which wasn't really surprising. And then PS3 was under that. Um, but what was interesting is that Wii was at the absolute very very bottom. <laughs> Even below GameCube and Xbox One. That seems slightly false to me, but it was, maybe it's not. It was pretty How weird. How could it yeah. be below GameCube is my question. I mean... I think there's probably a pretty strong, like, Smash contingent that just... Like, I would suspect that's... That's a weird thing to intersect the Nielsen, sam Nielsen sample group. Like, yeah, they no. got three guys who were like, we just play Smash Bros. <laughs> all day. <laughs> just play Melee all the time. Yeah, it was pretty consistent over six months, though. That's interesting. Yeah. And it's been decreasing. I mean, it wasn't that low six months right. ago. It's no. been just going down among active users. Um, but, you know. So, I mean, does that imply that people just keep buying the Wii, play Wii Sports for a few weeks, and then they've got their $200 worth? I think I think more what's going on is just most of the people who are using the Wii are just less... When you look at the total numbers, the Wii is still the you know third or fourth most played right, okay. system. So it's yeah. you know it's but but gamers in general have sort of it left se it behind it in favor so, yeah. of which is interesting because that's the message board line. But it's in, it's interesting to see an actual yeah. firm kind of back that up. Yeah, the my Wii is collecting dust is a. Uh, that Google result would probably actually be, factual, be surprising yeah. right. at the number of people who have said that. Just wait until Horsebag comes out. <laughs> That's going to turn things around. We Horsebag. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So you guys been playing anything? <laughs> uh, yes. I've actually played a few games. Right. Yeah. Um, let's see. What did I do? Um, Bionic Commando. I played that. Right, right. What a weird game. Um, I played a little bit of this, but... Uh, yeah. Did you... Which version... Uh, the 360 version. How was that? I just think it was probably. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's 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 yeah. a game. Yeah. I, I, I yeah. <laughs> it's a game. I, yeah. I mean, it's it's a swinging game. It's a right. Spider-Man game with guns, right? That's true. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I, I played the PC version for a few hours. Which I found a little strange, actually. I mean, just the, actually the addition of, of weapons, of, of like long-range weapons to that sort of swinging thing just never really worked for me all that. I yeah. mean, that seems like it could be cool. I mean, they the original Bionic imagine. Commando had that, so I mean... Yeah. That was a yeah. 2D game. That's yeah, like, but I'm just yeah. saying, like, you know, it is the what you do. Mega and, Man with Grappling Hook is different than Spider-Man with Bazooka or whatever. Right, but I mean, these are the yeah. same. I'm just saying these are the same franchise. Oh, it's so Bionic I, Commando. So I'm just I'm just saying I'm not surprised that they kept a gun in there. Yeah, well, yeah, obviously, but uh, in the in a 3D space, it, it yeah. Just a little. Anyway, go ahead. What were you? I didn't. Say about I didn't it? really mind the gun. Um, I don't know. I played it for a few hours. Um, probably on the PC. Yeah, probably three or four hours, and uh, uh, it's <laughs> what <laughs> I don't know. I just thought that I'd be weirdly disparaging about that. Oh, okay, yeah. sorry. I apologize for playing it on the PC. Um, uh, but no, it was a good port. Except, by the way, it's it's a great port technically. Uh, except that they don't replace any of the on-screen prompts, uh, so they all press have. Press B. X- yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like press A. Uh, it's like, oh, I guess they mean press spacebar. Yeah, like it's it's. Pretty- Sometimes a game is developed on a PC for consoles, and then they press the <laughs> compile button and release it. Right. It's well, but the thing that's what's funny though is that the actual optimization Jake would and know like that because it he looks, games. you know, from a technical. <laughs> <laughs> PCs are primary SKU usually. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Work, anyway, so. um, but no, this game actually doesn't look like a lazy port in any respect, except for that where it's an extremely lazy port. Um, and uh, it's it's really frustrating. I mean, after you know what the controls are, obviously you're not looking at the screen for that stuff anymore, but it's it's still pretty obnoxious. I mean, it's just, yep. it's pretty ridiculous. Somewhere there's a UI guy who either was bummed that no one told him that that was going out, or <laughs> right. it was bummed because he, he wasn't allowed to, to localize yes. it. Yeah. Yep. Right. Yep. Yeah. One of those two things, bummed yeah, out. Jake there's a man sitting in a drawer somewhere. Is right. pleased about yeah. that. Yeah. For the people who don't know who we are, one of the things you do at Telltale is interface design. I design right. UI art. Unfortunately, that guy at, at Grin is probably no longer with Grin. Oh yeah, God, point. I forgot. Yeah. yeah, we actually broke this news today, um, or you know, yeah. yesterday, or whenever you, you guys listen. Yeah, I did. Yes. A scoop, a, a scoop, hot scoop, a hot scoop, hot scoops going on right now. Um, yeah, Grin, we're pretty sure is is gone or on its way out at this point. They've already closed their uh, Barcelona and. Uh, <laughs> Gothenburg or however you say yeah, it. Yeah. I'm sure I'm saying it wrong. Um, <laughs> nice, studio. Nick. That was Nick who said that. By <laughs> yes. way. You, you want to make sure you're not being confused. Yeah. I did not say Gukuburkerberg or whatever. <laughs> um, anyway, they closed at least two of their studios and they might be closing the Stockholm studio as well. It looks like, from what we can tell, they might be going through bankruptcy, bankruptcy proceedings right now. That sucks. Um, yeah, they, they basically released three games in a row that were all completely panned but they had done some anything. sweet stuff before that yeah right? they did the bionic commando, commando rearmed game yeah, right which a lot of people really liked and sold extremely well for a downloadable game sold way more in fact than the main 3d bionic commando um and they also did the pc versions of uh, ghost Recon ghost recon advanced warfighter which is actually the kind of stuff that put them on the map those were the games people were really into into those right raw right. except that I've, I've seen a lot of people complain about the pc version of oh really oh really yeah, that's I, interesting because those that were the games crap. that those were the games that kind of actually made those guys visible. Right. Because yeah. before that, they were making original games, but they never really got... Very, they'd been around for 10 years already. and they So they did They did the PC Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter games, and then their studio just massively blew up at that point? Or had they been... Yeah, exactly. They yeah. just started opening new studios opened, and getting yeah, lots of contracts, and they had studio. three high-profile games <clears throat> this year, plus Rearmed last year. Um, they just had a ton of stuff going on, and then they just completely shot the bed in 2009. Man, that sucks. It's too bad, yeah. Um, I think they probably expanded too fast was a big part of it. Yeah, it, it sounds and like just it, had maybe. too much stuff yeah. going on, yeah. Um, 
But yeah, we're pretty sure that that most people have either been let go or suspended. Like I think a lot of people are being told just don't come into work right. for, for the like, near future. We'll see if a contract right. shows up. Exactly. <laughs> um, so who knows? It might be like a stormfront situation where that studio essentially closed, but still exists in some like weird legal form. The name and management, live right? On mm-hmm. Or even like 3D Realms. 3D Realms I guess it's kind of like that yeah. as well right now. Um, Atomic Games, perhaps. Right. Yeah. 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 Atomic Games. Yeah, that's something else that happened. Yeah. They might be gone. Who's Atomic Games? Six Days in Fallujah. Okay. Um, that whole thing exploded as well. Yep. They can't seem to find a publisher, which is not a huge surprise. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, that's, Nick. So, that's, yeah, sorry. <laughs> so that sucks about those guys. Um, but Bionic Commando, anyway, I've been playing it and it is, it is frustrating because I, you know, again, I've said it before, but I, I really love games where you get to swing around and just mm-hmm. have really dynamic movement. And I actually kind of like the, the basic swinging model that I, I do have in too. this game. It's a yeah. very exaggerated, weird, like sharp curve where you, you start swinging and then you've got this really, um, sharp, like push at the acceleration yeah, at a, the end. Yeah. It, where yeah. you, you really fling off and it, it just kind of, it's an arbitrary decision, but it kind of makes the game unique. And there's a pizza here. The wizard. Maybe Five we need a different minutes. We could have gone to break. I know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we're in the middle of actually talking about playing a game. Video game. So, so I really like the, uh, the bionic commando swing mechanic. It's I really, am? I mean, I, it's it's sort of I do do it's yeah <laughs> it's kind of arbitrary in 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 how it plays out but it's fine I mean I just like that it feels unique and it's kind of yeah. satisfying to to swing around with that little whiplash on the end and it's it's yeah. cool also it's like a whiplash it's like a little whiplash um like you're whipping a horse <laughs> I heard that as whipping a whore yeah. at first <laughs> no 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 a horse bag. So what uh, didn't you like about the game? Well, um, <clears throat> one, it's kind of one of those games where, remember when a couple months ago we were talking about those ki- those kind of games where you hit that section that yes. makes you kind of frustrated or you die and then right. you just want to quit? Th- this game is one of those. Mm. It's not like it's intensely frustrating. It's not like it's it's not like it's an, an incredibly difficult game or anything it like that. It just wasn't that great to begin but with it's, and well, it it's one of those ones where, Yeah, it's like you, you end up dying for just some stupid reason. Like, you, you know, you... The whole, all the games, the, the the outer bounding they use on their levels is this kind of blue radioactive stuff. Yeah. And once you go, like they, they, I guess did this to avoid having any like invisible walls per se, or, or any just like arbitrary big fences that you can't go past, you know, cause in, in a game with big open outdoor environments, you, you need to have something to keep the player from going too far. So they took um, a logical route and made it blue radiation. Right. But it's like, it's so irritating because as soon as you end up, you know, it's supposed so to be irradiating. like, it's supposed to, <laughs> it's supposed to be like oxygen in an underwater section where once you stay in it for a certain amount of time, then you die. So you're, you know, you, you have a couple seconds to get out, but it ends up being because you're swinging around by the time you go anywhere, you have tons of momentum, right? So yeah. if you swing into one of those areas, there's a good chance you've flung yourself into it and there isn't any instant way you're going to you're going to get yourself back out and there's no explicit meter that tells you when you're actually going to die it's a sort of however long it takes it's a then timer. you get the sonic the hedgehog underwater music right exactly there. right mm. you need little bubbles and uh and it's just it's just one of those things where you play it and you're just like this is not an enjoyable thing to do it's just yeah. it's very frustrating there's a lot of level loads for some reason when they don't they don't seem like there need to be that many and they're it's um, it's a real shame because I, you know, again, I there are some things in games I'll, I'll put up with a lot of stuff for, and swinging around is one of them, and I'll probably still play a little more of it just for that because I really do just like swinging around. And there's some good stuff. There's some there's some good boss battles and stuff that make use of the swinging in a good way. But the whole game is just kind of unattractive to play. 
in a lot of other respects. It's just there's that stuff, and then there's just the relentlessly obnoxiously douchebaggy protagonist and the guy on the other end of his phone. Oh, the commando? Yeah, the commando, and then his commander, you know, who talks to you in your ear. like every the commando game commander. Right. And it's just, they're like a battle of snarky assholes, you know? It's just like, well, I got your mission. You're going to have to go over here and do this thing. And then, and then your guy responds and he's like the same fucking guy. And he's like, oh yeah, is that what you think? You, I guess I'll have to go do that now. <laughs> and it, the whole thing is just, you know, it's those goddamn guys yep. from every video game and yep. they're back and there's two of them now. Uh, and there's even another one. There's like, there's <laughs> that's, like, that's, yeah, that's the vibe. And they're back and they're there's back. two of them now. <laughs> well, and then there's a third one. There's like oh, the, the like, the Joe Pesci uh, on the poster. Reason, I think, if you will. yeah, right, exactly. The asshole Joe Pesci, <laughs> the, the white Joe Pesci. The Lethal Weapon 3 uh, sneaking in. Right. Um, huh? There's the like Secretary of Defense who, for some reason, I think Joe Pesci. like pops in every <laughs> hey, once in a while. You swinging around? <laughs> no, he comes in. And he's just another one of these guys, and he's like, he's got a great hope. tip, but he's got like a deeper voice. He's like, I hope you guys are doing the things the way I want you to what do them. <laughs> I hope you're doing the things that I <laughs> you gotta have the spice. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, and it's just it's just like this is terrible. This is this is so stupid, and the whole you know the whole story is just insufferable you are a commando anyway yeah right bionic commando a bionic commando um it's one of those things where your guy is supposed to be the sympathetic asshole but they're just they're <laughs> all assholes you know i don't i don't know yeah it's 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 an unfortunate game in some respects because it could be a really fun game in other respects yeah also, there's just weird. There's just weird things about this. There's a lot of weird little inconsistent things that just make for a very uneven experience. That just that just seem odd. I don't know. I I I, I should have taken notes on some of them, but it's the whole thing is just it's kind just of a weird. weird. It's one of those weird. <laughs> it is. It's it is just kind of one of those games. Yeah, and um, I know what you're talking about. You know, I don't know. Cool. So, what uh, else have you guys been playing? Well, we both played the Batman demo yeah. Oh, yeah i meant to play that but i'm stupid <laughs> <laughs> idiot oh i'll check it out though okay. on my xbox oh man because my pc is too shitty to run it that's my impressions of, of the <laughs> batman <laughs> arkham asylum <laughs> demo <laughs> that was jake <laughs> yeah jake rodkin yeah i love video games <laughs> and xbox i, just, I love it <laughs> on <laughs> xbox <laughs> crap box so nick what did you think about <laughs> What was the other one besides crap? Suckbox was the main Suckbox. one. Suckbox. And then Crapbox yeah. was in there also for flavor. Box. Yeah, a little Crapbox. Right. Tune into last week's to hear about the Suckbox. Crapbox. <laughs> Crapbox. Um, so what were your impressions of Batman Arkham Asylum, the demo? Nick Brecken. I, uh, well, I, I heard that particle bats fly out of guys when you kill them and they give you bat Yeah, power. that was weird. Sorry, what's your, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was wondering what that was for the longest time. I'm like, why do where do the bats it's, keep It's like a coin. From? It's like a Batman oh yeah, they coin. do yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. Because there isn't really anything in the else in the game that's like impressionistic like that. It right. was a weird, yeah, a weird choice. I didn't notice it all that much, but uh, I don't know. My first, uh, my first playthrough, I uh, oh, you played through it multiple times. I played through it twice. Yeah, um, you're way more informed first, than I am. You're twice as informed. The, yeah, two hundred percent. You played once through as Batman and once through as Bruce Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had a lot more fun the second time. <laughs> more parties. Um, 
No, I, I, uh, I don't know. I didn't, I, I didn't enjoy it all that much the first time. It felt a little bit too easy, a little bit too yeah, it was one button easy. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, although I, I guess this demo is sort of on easy mode. Um, mm. uh, but uh, and it seems like there's also a lot of stuff you unlock over the course. Of right, the right. There's a lot that's not in this yeah. demo, which I guess was made more I mean, clear there to were me. Even things you couldn't access within right, the demo. Right. Yes. Itself. In the demo, yeah. there's like a door right, that you have to right. blow. But beyond that, though, I, the second time I played it. Um, it was really the, uh, the the last room of the demo where where there are eight enemies right. and you can sort of take them out any way you want to uh-huh. as Batman and uh, <laughs> Batman <laughs> and uh, and there's a button that says I'm Batman. <laughs> you can just click it and it's like in Diablo two. Is there right time to die? I'm Batman. This is for you. I'm, I'm Batman. Batman. <laughs> die time to die. All right, I'm Bruce Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Bruce Wayne. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, right. no. ah, I didn't mean to press that one. No, that was a joke. I'm joking. I'm, I'm Batman. <laughs> so anyway, there were eight guys. You can kill them however you want. You, do you actually kill guys as Batman in this game? No, I guess you don't kill you them. You incapacitate yeah, them. It's right. basically you, you ragdoll them. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, you ragdoll Batman them. doesn't kill a guy. I know, but it's the game would have been programmed exactly the same way, like one way or the other. Yeah. But I guess you don't kill them. Yeah. Don't, don't Jake Jake was very This is how this is what Batman is to me, Chris. <laughs> Gordon Freeman is an American hero. <laughs> All right. Anyway, sorry. Uh, so Nick, you liked getting to incapacitate a bunch of guys uh, as Yeah, I, I could kind of see where the game was was maybe progressing towards, which is, you know, maybe giving a little bit more freedom about how you take I mean, because up to that point it was sort of you're in a, a yeah, corridor and you corridor you should yeah. you should go up here and do right. this and take right. out the guy from behind. But it, when you actually have a room full of you know guys that you can sort of pick off and, and you know do Batman things to, you know, well, distract you know, one guy and then jump down and sort of right. hang him from the ceiling and I mean that that, that was interesting like to me. Yeah, it was a well, you was, know what would be crazy if you could actually fuck up the thing where you had to sneak up on the guy. Can you do that? I mean In what way? Well, I mean can can you have him spot you and then execute the hostage and then Execute would you, No, I mean right because I mean you, he execute. has a hostage the, you're supposed to sneak up on this boss or not boss but this NPC, this criminal. <laughs> sneak up on has, this boss. Has, you know, <laughs> oh, he's that holding, guy, right. Yeah, he's no, holding the guy hostage. About. Well, you were talking about the part right, where you have to right, go right, upstairs, right. Yeah, he doesn't yeah, see yeah. you, and then you sneak up on him, right? Um, I mean, is it possible to just to have that guy spot you and then he kills the guy and That's then that question, guy is because dead? I never actually because that would be uh, fascinating. I didn't I think to actually down, try, but yeah. yeah. I mean, I suspect this game. I don't think would so, not probably, let you do that. But, uh, yeah. but it'd be cool if you. It if would be maybe cool. it does. We can't say because we didn't try. Addendum: You lose the game if the enemy spots you during this sequence. Yeah. I mean, the interesting thing about this game is that it is sort of a... It's not linear, because clearly there are areas of the levels that you can kind of go back and well, explore. Well, it's, it seems but overall it is, like a li- fairly linear is, game, but with arenas that are, right. like, are more open. Yeah. Well, I mean, but also, I mean, there is apparently backtracking, because there are rooms and things that are blocked off. Right, right. Um, but it's, it's, it's more linear than, you know, most uh, uh, games like Bioshock or something like that. I, I don't yeah. think you're going to be, like, consistently no, backtracking. No, no, no. no, I don't think so. But um, In a licensed game, it's hard to, it's yeah. hard to do. Yeah. I kind of, on the one hand, I sort of admired that approach with a Batman game because I feel like most superhero games now, the, the uh, default uh, concept is let's just put it in an open world and, and just, you know. Like Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Well, Spider-Man Infamous, Prototype, you know, right. whatever you're talking about. I yeah. mean, it just seems to be that. So, I, you know, on, the, on that. Crackdown almost. Yeah. In that sense, I kind of like the fact that they're going for like an Arkham Asylum. That's yeah. the setting. It is interesting. This having is, yeah. the indoor, Batman is so associated with, mm-hmm. yeah. with the, you know, the urban environment, the outside city. Right. Yeah. Yeah. On the other hand, I, I, while playing it, I couldn't help but think about 
an open world Batman game, and I know I, I, I like that, I could not well, help. You, I was like, man, what if know, it was like Crackdown? And instead of the government thing, it was like the Batcave, and you could try. And I just like <laughs> I just went off well, in my mind you know, for like you five know minutes. Who else, you, you know who else couldn't stop thinking about that? The art director who decided to fill the entire interior with gargoyles. <laughs> yeah, that, I know. That's, I know. That's who else wanted the outdoor Batman game was yes, that fucking exactly. guy? Because that was hilarious. Like, yeah, good thing hilarious. every room has like eight gargoyle mm-hmm. heads in it that they you can perch on. They probably just thought that that's sort of what iconic Batman image I know. looks like. You want to see Batman <laughs> next to a gargoyle? No, I know. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. But I mean, that, yeah. that's what I mean. Like, someone just really wanted that to yes. be in there. And so I mean, is this? Well, we've only you've only guys talked about the demo, but is this? Does it seem like the sort of thing that? If these guys, if it's successful, which it seems like it's going to be, everyone seems to be really into this game that, I mean, could pop out to a bigger experience. The, the what was the studio? Wasn't there a studio? There was a, a news bit that was dropped. <laughs> a scoop that was Someone released, dropped a news. Someone pinched uh, out a news. Like a week ago about about uh, a developer that was being tasked with a uh, a Batman game. What the, what the hell oh, was it? I don't it? know. I must, I must have missed Ah, that. God. It was it was some random. It was not Rocksteady. It was it was some other developer. It was a Warner. I think it was Warner's intern. What, what does Warner have? Well, they're midway now. Uh, right, but, um, ah, fuck. Anyway, apparently there's another studio other Monolith? than. Monolith? No. Other than, uh, Rockstar. They have their own internal studio also in the same city as Monolith. It yeah. might be that. It's just Warner, Warner Brothers or whatever. Yeah. 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 Um, company. But anyway, um, I'm sure, I don't know what Rocksteady is doing, but I, I could, yeah, I, I, I could definitely see them doing something this time you can go outside more yeah yeah <laughs> it's, it's it's funny that you mentioned that that was the part that kind of sold you on the on the demo because i almost had the opposite reaction in that room mm. i really actually wanted really? to not kill the guys i got to that room and i'm like can't you though no um i i there oh, was that's the door because right, the joker's the door like, on the, the other side like, ah, you have to take them all out batman right. or, yeah well because you know you get in there there's a big the game does the big thing where you see the whole arena mm-hmm. there's your goal on the other side and i'm like oh sweet You're i'm like gonna, I'm gonna sneak over there yeah no yeah. totally i was all excited about being quiet and because st- this game is stealth but it's kind of stealth light like right. it's extraordinarily easy to be stealthy which i think yeah. is the right choice for the for this game yeah you know, although you, it is sort of I mean, it is know, a little those too gargoyles. It is like, yeah. oh, right. now I'm over here on this gargoyle, right. and then I'll go over to this gargoyle. They won't right. see me though, no, because no, I'm yeah. fucking Batman. There yeah, might I'd... be a there might be a more dif- a more difficult mode. I don't know. But, I, yeah, um, that's what I would assume. Um, but yeah, but I in general, I think it was good not to make it a super hardcore stealth thing. Yeah, but you know, I did I did feel like it was in the spirit of the game and the mood and the character for me to to just like sneak past all these guys right. i actually what i really expected i had to do was sneak into the uh room in the middle that has the control icon because when you go into the detective oh, mode yeah. visor thing mm-hmm. uh, which this is a mode that highlights interesting interactable objects in the world and there's a box that's like this is the control box for the door and it's highlighted and it's bright and there's a tooltip on it. And I'm like, oh, sweet. I'm going to like sneak in in there and go under the grates. You can go in like underneath the floor and pop out. And yeah. these guys aren't going to see me and I'm going to go up and interact. And there's no way to interact with that object at all. And I, I totally thought I should be able to just sneak in in the yeah, middle of these guys, in fact, open the door from there. And, then, and it really bothered me that I basically – had to go. Well, so you can get eight. to the object, but then you can't actually do anything to it once right. you're there. Oh. Yeah, you just have to beat there, up there eight were guys quite a few and instances door opens, of that. Where it you're... seemed like such a shitty video game. Yeah, that's too bad that they put everything in to let you do it and then don't actually let you. It do It seems like right. the detective mode was more of a Metroid thing than than a, than an actual thing where you can actually, uh, you know, control things or you know, a, you know, actually be well, a detective no, see, with it. It's well, like, yeah, sure. I it mean, seemed like there were, it was more of a. You all know, the solutions are scripted, obviously, yeah. but I mean. But the, what, was, what was interesting I thought about the detective mode is that there was no incentive not to be in it. I was in detective mode mm, yeah. 95% of the time because as soon as the game tells you you can do that, 
you know, you press X, you go into detective mode or whatever, you know, whatever it is on the console yeah. and you go into it and it's like, okay, well, everything's highlighted. It's telling me like it's, it's giving you well, this vision mode where you, where you can see what things are and yeah. like going out of detective mode, you're basically going into a fairly dark, like murky I enjoy that it's called detective mode. Also. <laughs> you know, whatever it's called. I don't know. Yeah, no, it is detective mode. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. And, it's a good um, name for yeah, Batman when he detects things. And, uh, it, well, I guess the, 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 the incentive uh, to go out of it is is that it looks better. <laughs> yeah. I guess. It looks I mean, more like a Batman thing. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? I mean, I, I, I did think they did a pretty decent job of, you know, I mean, I... Well, I, I think the joke about this game is that there actually was a guy whose job was to just, like, animate the cape. But I, I actually, like, it no, is, it is pretty... It looks really good. It no, looks no, great. It looks, yeah, yeah. It, it actually it's is very kind of fun nice to just run around game, yeah. as, as Batman. And I mean, and the character designs are a billion times better than, like, DC Universe Online or something, which mm-hmm. is the other the other DC yeah. superhero game that I keep seeing video and yep. screenshots of and stuff. I mean, I really like the characters. Um, but I, I just... It felt like detective mode was all you needed. I mean, it's true if you like how it looks outside of detective mode. There's... Sure, but it, but if you if you don't really care about that, or if you think it looks fine in detective mode, because I thought it looked kind of cool in detective mode, I, there really is no trade off there. Yeah, it's literally just you have all the same stuff and more useful stuff. So that was I think kind of odd. But I um, overall I will say I was pleasantly surprised. I mean, I never expect anything out of licensed games, and I didn't give two shits about this game at all until I saw a bunch of people on Twitter talking about it. Right. Yeah. So I, I downloaded the uh, the PC demo and played through that, but. I'm actually kind of interested now, but I I am a little concerned that that all those things combined, like the the sort of potential mentality of doors unlock when you kill all the guys, plus seeming yep. seeming ubiquitous um, utility of detective mode. I mean, th- there seem to be a number of things that I worry it could be over the course just in the demo, or uh, it right, could be yeah. for twelve hours. Right, exactly. Right, that's that's <laughs> or even I'm, worse. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and maybe maybe once you start getting more and more abilities, you know, yeah. things start opening up, and maybe it, it. Well, that was the other thing. That was actually my major complaint, um, or at least my major worry was that, uh, you know, in that room full of eight guys. I mean, I did enjoy taking them down because, I mean, it, it, it's just fun to screw around with the AI as Batman. I mean, it's a right. very but there weren't. I mean, you can you can rope a guy up, and then after that, you can do the bat glide down and, and take out right. a guy. But other than that, there weren't really any other ways to to screw with them. And so I thought, well. If there aren't any upgrades beyond this, then this could also get old if right. if only because there aren't any other things to do with them. Right. So, I yeah, know. I mean, well, my, my personal, like, I'm not a big superhero guy. Batman's really the only superhero I really have any familiarity with in mm-hmm. any meaningful way. And like, I, um, and even that, not so much, but from what I, from what I do know about Batman, from what I've seen, I'm always the least interested in the parts where he fights a guy. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. to me, that's like whatever. So that's it's why like I was sort of any, hoping Any for the, uh... superhero can fight a guy. Like, that's not yeah. interesting to me whatsoever. I, I want to see all the stuff he does that isn't fighting a guy. The Crackdown Batman, I think, would be interesting if it was more like Mafia <laughs> the crackdown 2. Crackdown Batman? If it was like Mafia 2, where it was, it was sort of an open world thing, but they oh, okay, sort of, but highly but they, structured. Highly structured, yeah. um, and just going to, like, crime scenes or, you know, more right. of the detective stuff you know if there was an actual yeah you know storyline like when people are talking about batman so many people always say hey, you know more of the detective stuff but no one ever knows what that means and no well, one ever because does it. in the in this game there, the is, there is cool stuff though i mean like it's it's all pretty it's again pretty scripted but yeah. i mean there is a fair amount of stuff of you turning on detective mode the equivalent of putting on your david caruso glasses in heavy rain and then you know you've got this overlay of what's on the screen and and you right. see like different objects that you can interact with right and, like and, like you said the metroid prime scanning right well, that, yeah, that yeah. kind of thing yeah 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 <laughs> And, and and even if the, I mean, well, what was the game? God damn it! What's the hobo killing game? Um, cr- um, uh, condemned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it was something like that, where where you were sort of, you know, Al- alternatively, one version ago of Splinter Cell Five. 
Remember when the Splinter Cell they unveiled was like crazy? It was the opposite type of oh, killer, right, yeah, where you yes. are a hobo who kills yes. people, where it's oh, yeah, condemned that, right. if you that, kill that, hobos. That was never what Splinter Cell became. They just sort of announced right. that. I think you're not, you're less of a hobo now. Where it's like more Sam clean cut. like a hobo sneaking around right. a, a town. That was, I <laughs> yeah. loved that. I thought that was awesome. Yeah, yeah that, that made me cool. so excited about that game. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Was like Max Payne three, as if they hadn't oh, yeah, done Max two. Max Payne, another hobo killer. But like Max Payne, they did they did two. It's like they they relocated it and they made him a hobo. Right. They relocated him, but he was noir guy out in the middle of. Brazil or whatever, right. or if he was a hobo, in like a hobo investigator right. in New York, either of those would be fine. Right. But when you make him a hobo and put him in South America <laughs> or wherever the hell they right. set the game, yeah, like ah, hobo's revenge. Yeah. Um. So yeah, condemned. Atari twenty six hundred. You were gonna say something about condemned? Yeah, because that did have some of that forensic stuff too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I thought was done, you know, yeah, fairly, fairly well. But you know, you know, other game had cool detective stuff. Um, Discworld Noir, an adventure game from like. Mm. I, I never know. played that. Nice Forever. Yeah. It's really good. It's um. That's the game where you've, you're sort of your inner inner in, in, your interface is basically your detective's notebook, isn't it? Right, and you take oh, down okay. clues and like other <laughs> and weird that's things also like your conversation interface. Stuff. Right, exactly. You you show clues to people and get reactions from them. And co- Blade Runner's like that too. Blade Runner's kind of like that too. Yeah, exactly. And I I highly recommend Discworld Noir. I don't recommend the earlier Discworld games, so I think they're not that good. But Discworld Noir, really clever, interesting game, designed by Chris Bateman, who's kind of a cool guy. And um, you contracted for International Hobo for a while. Or worked there, I think. You're right, man. With it Ernest Adams. Connects. Yeah. Wow. Um, and that game, like, there are actually not that many games that have cool detective mechanics in it because it's kind of hard to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you would think there'd be more adventure games that actually have cool detecting. Yeah. Surprisingly not very, few. Not very many. Yeah, yeah. Very few. But we just named a few, so there are some. <laughs> um, but yeah, the Batman game, you know, it's. Uh, it's definitely cooler than I expected, for sure. I just, I, yes, I wish that here, I don't even but. mind that it has the option to fight all those guys. I just wish I didn't have to do it if I want. Like, in fact, it's almost better if you can fight them or can't. Like, it's not so much that I don't want them to be there. It's that, the It's more interesting to me to yeah. get to choose whether I do that or not. Um, <laughs> and I, I wish I could choose not to have to kill them all. But um, it's possible that that's just simply, hey, here's how you learn how to take out guys true. in an yeah, open. I mean, that could open up. It's yeah. where they give you a crawl space that you can crawl under to sneak past them to get to the button that opens the door, but you can't press it. Mm. Well, it's not a button. It's just it's a box that says it's like locking oh. mechanism for door, and okay. then it says manufactured by Wayne Industries. So you're like, surely Batman would know how to hack into his <laughs> right. own product right. and like unlock this door. <laughs> Um, I think that the descriptions like cannot be hacked or something, but it's like surely they mean except by Batman. Like, <laughs> come on now. Uh, that's that's the worst. You made this right. You made it so well. Yeah. You can't figure it out. Right. Exactly. Can't you just be like the asshole web admin who like keeps every password, like every master admin right. password from every company he's ever worked for? He's got that. Batman surely has that somewhere. You should be able to take out a little notepad out of your out of your jacket. Wayne Industries <laughs> door lock. <laughs> Batman rules twenty three. <laughs> Sweet, they didn't change it. <laughs> Default password. <laughs> Linksys. Yeah, right. One nine two dot one six eight. That's a good Batman voice. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's probably Hello, what he sounds I'm like. Batman. I'm Batman. <laughs> good thing they didn't power this with sock box. <laughs> What's uh, that, Batman? Oh, nothing. Oh, uh, nothing at all. <laughs> yeah. Inspecting this mechanism. Yeah. Crab box. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I'll probably play the game. Yeah. Also, Mark Hamill's in it. That guy's always enjoyable as the Joker. Yeah. This is apparently the last time he'll ever play the Joker, he claims. Oh. 
And it's actually a, a different voice than the one he used in the animated series. It is. Which it's, is which is interesting. Is um, he intentionally doing that? Or is yeah, it yeah. I saw an interview with him. Oh, I just really? watched an interview okay. with him the other day. And he said, yeah, he deliberately... Because this game is so much well, the more... the style is different. Yeah, it's it's such okay. a more aggressive style in the cartoon. And so he, That guy is a cool voice actor. He's a great voice yes. actor, yeah. Like, way better Play than, full <laughs> throttle. Yeah, no. Yeah, full, yeah. yeah, oh my God. If you want to see an example of Mark Hamill's range, yeah. Rip Burger and Full Throttle is one of the most amazing video game performances, I think, ever. Yep. Um... Also, Emmett and Todd, the two redneck like oh, truck yeah. drivers and truck yeah. owners, also yeah. Mark Hamill. Yeah, super weird. Yeah. So, what else have you guys been playing? Um, I've been playing Shadow Complex. Oh yeah, how's that? It's actually pretty good. That's this is from uh, Chair, Chair, right? Yes, yeah. the Undertow guys. Right. The who? Um, the uh, Orson Scott Card buddies. Yeah. <laughs> um. Did yeah. he write the story for this game? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes, he did. It's like a sci-fi thing, right? Right. Yeah. But I. Uh, and it's supposed to be all Metroid, right? Like a Metroidvania, it, if you will. It, it it is a Metroidvania. <laughs> a castle droid. Uh, yeah. A castle droid. A castroid, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure that's the. The castroid is an attachment for the horse bag. <laughs> castroid. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. You get, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you have an inflamed castroid. <laughs> All right, next. So you you inflamed your castroid. Castroid. The did the <laughs> yeah. castroid. Uh, anyway, yeah, the castroid theater. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Um, How stupid can we get? Yeah. <laughs> keep Jesus. keep keep listening for more. Okay. Anyway, um, castroid. Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, Shadow complex. Um. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, uh, I, I can't, I can't tell you anything game? about the story because I uh, I I just skipped every cutscene immediately. Um, wow, brutal, cold. Blood. Yeah, it's actually uh, burn. I think Ice it may burn. be the game that just sort of that may be the last straw. I just don't like cutscenes anymore. I at can't all. stand any of them at this point. Yeah, any of them. I I, I, just I skip can't every be skippable Bionic Commando cutscene. If I can't jump around while somebody's talking, I right. don't fucking want to listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I, that's no. that's it. <laughs> no, I'm with you on that. I can't I can't take it. Yeah, I, I'm so over cutscenes. Like, well, who was talking about cutscenes? Uh, uh, oh, um, Brianna Pratchett, Brianna Pratchett who wrote, yeah, who wrote yeah, she's like, Edge. don't don't throw out cutscenes because they're still a viable. Right, no, throw them out. I mean, to be fair, <laughs> she to be fair, she wasn't. She was also saying storytelling is better done. Oh, when sure. when it's in game, but yeah, yeah but uh, yeah. I, Jake I, feels bad now. <laughs> I make games that are like a cutscene. Well, that's that's <laughs> different though. I. <laughs> Well, well no, it is different, it is because if you're it playing a Telltale game, you're pretty much explicitly there in large part because you want to see the story. I mean, that's totally different from, I want to play a cool nonlinear side-scroller, and then they throw a bunch of cutscenes in my face, and they're did probably you play, Did you play the latest, uh, did you play Tales of Monkey Island? I got your mission for you, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, fine. It's pretty good. You guys should check it out. I did. I played through the whole game. Oh, I was talking about the new part with that dialogue, though, of oh, Bionic I, Commando I, and Bionic <laughs> Commander. That's the uh, chapter two coming soon. <laughs> Um, yeah, but no. For the most part, Nick, I'm 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 with you on that. I can't yeah. I can't. A sweet it. scene. Yeah, it's just boring. They're they're terrible. Look, I mean, boring as shit most of the time. To Cherry's credit, you can skip all of them, but uh, that's good. That's nice. Yeah, because I was playing a game. I was actually playing Mass. I'm replaying Mass Effect, and I I forgot to save at one point, and I quit. And when I came back into it, I had to play through a big section again, mm. and you couldn't skip any of the goddamn cutscenes. Yeah. It it made me want to just quit. Right, it might be just want to fucking control delete right yeah. fucking there. Yep. Oh my God. Anyway, Shadow Complex. Yeah, so I don't want to. I don't, don't want to start on a bad note because sure, I, sure. because I actually really like the game. Okay, cool. Um, you know, I mean, it is it is it is a, a Metroid game. I mean, it really is. It's it's Super Metroid. Uh, wow. 
that's the, the map praise. looks it's I, it's super metroid like literally like, like it's the, the greatness of super metroid achieved by this game oh i don't want to go that far but i mean it looks it, i mean structurally it, and structurally, stylistically yeah mechanically i mean okay yeah, saying the it's map like Super Metroid is a bold. Yeah, well, that's, people that's will a take that the wrong way. Yeah, yeah right. perhaps, perhaps. Yeah, but IGN.com so, but it, claims. But so it is. It is a good game in the style of those kinds of games. Absolutely. the uh, The map looks almost identical to to the to Super Metroid map. Like, I mean, it's in the exact same style. Um, it has it shares a lot of mechanics. I mean, just I mean, the basic running around and shooting is yeah. it's 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 fairly uh, close. But then also. Um, like you roll into a ball, drop bombs. <laughs> well, kind of. I mean, you what? do. You do. Kind I mean, of? do you do that or not? You don't. You don't roll into you a ball, into but a you crouch. And and then and then also, <laughs> you can't roll into a ball, but you can crouch. Well, no, no, no. I've been playing it's a the, lot of games recently. You can't launch like into Metroid. the air, but you can jump. <laughs> well, no, you you launch into. The, there's a jetpack, and you can double jump. Um, uh, but also there are doors that can only be unlocked by using missiles. I mean, it, oh, wow. and they're, okay. co- they're color coded. They're color coded. Yeah, I mean, right. it is very direct. Yeah. Uh, but that's fine. The worst it, it things actually, to rip off. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it actually they do it a good job with it. Though. Yeah, because I, I played the demo of Undertow, which was their previous game. Yeah, and it felt like nonsense to me. Yeah, like it literally. I and I don't mean that like this. This game is, is nonsense. No, no, it really. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean that rubbish in, 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 the, in, the, in the most. <laughs> direct sense of the word where I was playing it and I'm just like it just felt like nonsense I'm like what is this I'm swimming around there's bubbles everywhere I've got a guy we by the way I specifically probably something like a cutscenes suck I hate watching anything those are boring this game was nonsense you were in the water and you're swimming around this is stupid uh, but no I, I don't know I'm I'm like, like, that's, that's how you think about games then it is how I the only way so I think this is, that's the official the game of Sutra stance right exactly <laughs> I don't think about games in any other way than that uh, but no Undertow it seemed it seemed kind of silly to me yeah, but, uh, but this yeah, game's the, like the Super word Metroid too. Bad, but um, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it's like I said, it's it's very similar to, to Metroid, but but then also they're doing sort of a uh, 2.5D thing where where there are enemies sort of in the background, yeah, um, uh, which is cool. I mean, all the basic mechanics are just really satisfying. I mean, shooting guys, just yeah. you know, I mean, they've they've nailed every you know basic step, and then also what's interesting about it is that it's you know it's very there's not as much backtracking as Metroid, but there are uh, alternate paths. That's not necessarily a bad direction. No, it's not. I mean, it's it is fairly. You know, you always know exactly where you're supposed to go. Right. But to get to that point, there are always um, sort of uh, you, you know grates and things you can blow up and right. alternate paths and things you can find. Um, and actually, you can avoid enemies all the time. I mean, there there are you know nonviolent routes to take and and. Uh, you can also make like my kind of game. Yeah, well, you can sneak up on guys and, and you may, you know, silently take them down and stuff, yeah. uh, which is Bruce satisfying. <laughs> um, but can, yeah, it's can uh, you play as Mario Kart? No, you can't play as Mario Kart. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that was a cut feature. <laughs> they tried it. Yeah, um, you can just play as Waluigi. Yeah. He didn't make the cut for Smash Brothers Brawl, but he made Shadow Complex. <laughs> where, where, by the way, is the single-player Waluigi game? That's what I want. Waluigi Land? Yeah. <laughs> I want that game. Waluigi Wallaland? I love how stupid a character Waluigi, Waluigi is. Waluigi is so yeah. good. I, no, He's I love it. Great. I mean God, that, that genuinely. I genuinely love it. God, yeah. that guy. What a, what a hilarious... I was so <laughs> sad that he wasn't playable in Smash Brothers Brawl. I, I was know. like, oh, Wario's in it? It's like, you got Mario and Wario, Luigi and... He's a fucking assist trophy. Yeah, that was yeah. that sucked. I was really disappointed. Oh, that would have been the best. Yeah. 
That's why nobody's playing They're gonna make a fourth Smash Brothers. Or yeah, just Waluigi's Card Quest. I I always I used to have like visions of a crazy Waluigi game that I never really I never really decided what it actually was. I just imagined this fucked up weird game where Waluigi just like dangles all these strings and like what like puppet master. Yeah, yeah. Where you're like in the string. Where he's like you're like in his realm and he like manipulates the world. You're in his realm. Yeah, like a crazy castle or something like the castle. Waluigi's Waluigi. Yeah. Like instead of Bowser's castle, it's Waluigi. Man, I always thought that'd be sweet. I don't know if I can say always. That guy hasn't been around long enough to be always. You're in my world now, Mario. (laughs) Is that your voice, Waluigi? (laughs) You're goddamn right, it's my voice. (laughs) 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 I'm Waluigi. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So that's nothing like Shadow Complex. (laughs) Or is it? Xbox Live Arcade, right? Uh, Yeah. 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 does it have a nice kind of curve with the? I mean, I assume you you upgrade your weapons and abilities and all that stuff. Yeah, you upgrade your abilities. Did you did you play through the it? weapons? Are sort of found that. naturally. You just oh, here's an assault rifle. Um, did you finish the game? I forget if you answered me already. Shadow Complex? No, not yet. Oh, did you okay. beat it? No, I haven't. Did, beat did you get to the end? Uh, I got to the end of where I'm. Did you find I'm a at. boss? Oh, okay. The final boss. <laughs> there are bosses. I didn't get to the are final the bosses boss. good? I mean, that's a pretty big there staple really of Metroid boss games. Boss bosses. I mean, they're just like oh, here's a giant robot in this room. By there aren't boss bosses. Do you mean there aren't rad bosses? Like it's got bosses, but they're not very boss. Yeah, they're not very wizard. Yeah, it's got a boss like boss. Bosses. It's, it's got, got a wizard. boss boss. It's got it's a, a wizard. The boss. wizard wizard boss boss. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, from, from the makers of Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. <laughs> from the makers of Chitty Chitty Bang Bang comes <laughs> wizard wizard boss boss. Yeah, that's not a thing. No. Um. No, I, I don't know. I think wizard wizard boss boss is the next uh, castroid. Oh, really? Yeah. That's quick. Well, so so quick to be displaced Waluigi's, from our favor. Waluigi's realm it might actually be an upcoming uh, castroid. Right. I see. Waluigi's realm is a castroid, I think is the <laughs> sentence that you can say. I is, that, is that the sentence? All right. <laughs> okay. Sorry. So, anyway, <laughs> Shadow Complex. Yeah. <laughs> it's a game you should probably play when it comes out. No, it sounds good. I, yeah. I, I didn't... I, I only vaguely knew... I Because I didn't see... Microsoft's press conference, most of it, and right. so yeah, I, I actually it was not really on my radar all that yeah. much. Um, and I and I was just not very excited about Chair those guys in particular. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, honestly, I love Super Metroid a lot, mm-hmm. much more than most games. Yeah, and, me too. Uh, I don't know, that's really cool. Um, cause there have been eight million Castlevania games in that style in the last few years, but I got pretty burned out on those. I mean, there's yeah. you know, there's only so many times you can deal with. 80% of the same sprite sheet again. Right, and you need a little more like, of the Troid in your life? I need more Troid. Um, so, Shadow Complex, that's cool. Cool. What, you brings the Troid. No. Mm-hmm. It, brings, it brings the Troid. IGN.com. Chris, you told me that you had checked out CivRev on the iPhone. Oh, you're right. It came out this week. Yeah. Um, Five I, bucks for a CivRev. Yep. Well, probably by the time you hear this, it's up to ten. It's a, it's ten dollars, but they, it's ten dollars, but they did an opening day sale of like five dollars. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I, I played I played Civilization Revolution on the iPhone. Um, I actually I've played through it a couple times now because it's a you know it's a very short game compared to the the PC Civilization, so you can do it in a few hours. And um, it definitely is the full it definitely is the full Civilization Revolution. Um, they basically did the exact same thing they did with the other with the Wii of the version, game. where just the well, there of... is no Wii version. But oh, what? Wii, what? Oh, whatever. Sorry, my bad. Xbox 360, PS3, and DS are the. Oh, that's versions. right. I'm sorry. I was thinking of the DS version. Right. Of just sort of the sort of core 
spreadsheet right. management engine underneath right. all exactly. of it. Yeah, is, it's the is, same is thing. The same thing. Yeah. And then they just add a new interface layer essentially. And um which is impressive. I mean, it means it's probably that the really compared to everything else on the iPhone, it's probably the deepest, biggest game on the iPhone. I'd be pretty surprised if there were anything else. I don't know, they got worms on there. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Nick Nick brought up SimCity as a possible um challenger yeah. to that. I yeah. Just, um those two games are the two in that vein yeah, pretty yeah. much historically as well. Um yeah, exactly. And uh it's you know, it definitely is the right version of Sim to put Civ to put on, on iPhone, obviously. Um it has one one of the things I played a lot of the Xbox three sixty version of this game when it came out, and I as much as I enjoyed it, as much as I enjoyed it largely as kind of a throwback to Civ 1, like I played so much Civilization 1 yeah. whenever that game came out, and Civ Rev is probably the closest thing to that in terms of its basic rule set. Yeah. It, it's taken some things from the from the later PC games, but in terms of overall simplicity, it's kind of back to that early days. And I, I enjoyed it for that, but one of the things that was frustrating about it on the 360 was that it you could kind of feel the fact that it was a game core with an interface layer on top. Like there's only a certain amount you can optimize that to some extent, or at least that's how it feels. And a lot of times it would be just kind of, you know, you'd be scrolling over and the screen would just be kind of jerky or you, menus would come up and things would just feel a little kind of like the old Xbox dashboard, stuff like that, you know, or just, yeah. it feels like it's just not really down there at the machine kind of level, um, all hooked in. And, uh, that that problem exists on the iPhone too, which is not a big surprise, and and makes it a little more frustrating because you're on this little tiny screen. Yeah, you're trying to like scrolling around is not a pleasant experience. Right, you want the SimCity has the exact same problem. Right, exactly. Um, Although I haven't played it on the 3GS, but uh, I have. I'm playing it on a 3GS. Okay. Um, you meant SimCity though. I meant SimCity, but uh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And uh, but all that said. So I mean, I, I think the, the that's main it. you've gotten through a few full uh, rounds of Civ right, Rev, exactly, which, is, and I which think, is actually rare for an iPhone game for me at least. Me too. This is the most I've played an iPhone <laughs> game in a long time, and um, I think for me the key is that I don't want to play it on the harder difficulty levels. I think that would that would make it because once you get up there, you really when I play on the harder difficulty levels on the 360, you know, I was building roads for great distances and taking my guys long, you know, over between cities that were quite far away like and dealing having with, to deal with all that sort of scrolling. Yeah. It's just <laughs> all that scrolling. It, no, but it really is unpleasant. I mean, it's, it's nice to play on the lower difficulty levels on a small map and just, and just, you know, just not have to worry about that. Get a little you know, sieve. But yeah, not, yeah. That's basically what, the, and in that, a with that taste. goal, it's great. I mean, it's, you know, it is really impressive that it's that all that shit there is there on an iPhone, and um, really the only thing they didn't get in was multiplayer. I mean, everything it's the entire game. Otherwise, there's all the sixteen yeah. civilizations or whatever, and all the victory conditions and all everything else. Um, they said they're hoping to do a lot of um, downloadable extension, like patching and downloadable content in the future with you know potentially multiplayer. Um, they're going to add in achievements. They're going to add in Twitter linking, which is sort of hilarious, where yes. it'll post to your Twitter what? if you win. Yeah. Um, Oh, just all kinds. Of, they have said they have all kinds. Of, they said they're just going to be seeing what people want and then adding stuff in. They're they're kind of. But they assume scrolling. Twitter integration right off the bat, though. <laughs> yeah, right. I know. That's because it's easy and has Twitter in the name. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm sure yeah. that that feature, compared to many things they could put in, is relatively. So sure. Your number one simple. request for a patch is smoother scrolling. Yeah, that's probably the kind of thing that is it's less likely to, to cut. Yeah. Scrolling that's is like, probably going to get worse over time. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's you know honestly you know. that was a problem in the 360 version as well that I played. So I mean I you know. Yeah, I think there's a limit to how how much they're going to be able to fix that, but you know, it, within the scope that I that I well, limited I mean, myself to, for the most part, it was it was pretty playable and fun. Yeah, the iPhone web browser has trouble right scrolling without having to yeah. redraw and yeah, stutter, yeah so. exactly. 
Um, but not uh, off-road Velociraptor Safari for iPhone. That oh, game really? scrolls I haven't pretty played nice. that on the iPhone. Is it good? If you like a Velociraptor Safari. It's or the Raptor Copter is what it is. Oh, Raptor Copter. It's, 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 right. like, yeah. it's a little more scrolly. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, yeah. Oh, and then as I alluded to earlier, I'm replaying Mass Effect as a female character this time. As a lady. As a lady. I, I've seen so many people online recommend playing it as the female character. and then Is it better? Uh, I guess. I mean, it's, you know, it's not, it's not a different game or anything, but it's, yeah. you know, I mean, Shepard is a fairly boring dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, even just as a female character that even just that makes it slightly more interesting. I mean, sure. there are fewer games with fully voiced female protagonists. So, I mean, that alone makes it a, a, a more unique experience. Um, I haven't, I'm still in the Citadel at the beginning. So, I mean, I, you know, I, I can't, which is my favorite part of the game, by the way. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people are not of that opinion, but. I really think all that stuff when you're on the big space station at the beginning of the game is where that game shines for sure. I just, I, I'm walking around and I'm like, what did I, what did I not like about this game before? This is awesome. It looks beautiful. I, like, it's gorgeous. It's cool. There's all these different conversations to have and people to meet and things to do and stuff to find. And you can level up without ever having to fire a shot. You can level up just by having conversations and exploring things. I'm like, this is super fun. And then I, and then I remembered, oh, right. It's once you start actually doing the missions and then you start mm-hmm. basically doing the same when you're in a, when you just do combat mission after combat mission, especially if you start getting to side quests. And then that's when the game turns into a chore, basically. At least for me, that's how I felt. Yeah. But all this stuff in the early part of the game, I I love. I think it's it's so much fun, and um, I guess I'll probably be I'll probably play through it. I mean, I I guess I need my character for there for Mass Effect Two. Then other now that I've overwritten my my original character, right? Um, so I guess I better beat it now. But um, but it's been it's been fun playing through again. It's definitely a game that, that has a lot of things that I think are just amazing and all incredible and awesome, and then a lot of things that I just think are completely stupid. Yeah. Um, and, you know, cutscenes and dialogue, big part of that. Speaking of irritating cutscenes. Yeah. I mean, all the, all the stuff that's just me talking with a guy and choosing the flow of the conversation, I love all that stuff. All the stuff that's the baked-in story... I find amazingly yeah, yeah, yeah. dumb. And it, it, it seemed like as the game went on, there was more of the baked in. And less that's absolutely the, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I love so much about the about the, all that stuff at the beginning in the space station. Yeah, right. Almost every conversation is one that there's at least the illusion, yeah. if nothing else, of of you sort of guiding the conversation and and you know because at that point you're less of a hero of right. Savior you're dealing in the, trivialities. You know, you're, right. you're 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 doing you know it, to to some extent it is the ridiculous RPG uh, cliche of. Everyone in the world, for some reason, thinks Need they your can help. Yeah, exactly. Shepherd. Everyone thinks they can give you their Please bullshit, me, you know, give you worthless problems. Yeah. yeah, but I don't care. I think that stuff is way more interesting than you're the hero of the galaxy and there's an ancient evil and you've got to kill it. I think that's super boring, and everyone's been in every game. I don't know. I, I, I much as unrealistic as it is. Well, they're both unrealistic, quite frankly. But you know, as ridiculous as it is, I, I prefer ridiculous npcs giving me hilarious little missions as long as there's yeah. interesting as long as i have a choice to how to resolve it and there's an interesting thing that can come out of but it but don't you feel like you're destined for something more <laughs> you, you, i guess you know, that's so funny yeah i mean i was gonna bring up far cry too i'm not gonna do that really <laughs> wow yeah well that the buddy game, system that... i was just thinking about sort of heroes and i don't know let's not get into it all right um yeah yep but you know when the, when mass effect is good it's awesome yes it's i you know I, I was, I was, ta- who was it? So I thought, was Nick, were you the one I was talking about, about just being impressed by the guns and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It is one impressed of those things where I, <laughs> no, it sounds stupid, but it is, you know, some, there are some, uh, 
there are a lot of games that are rendered at a really high level of detail that I think just look really dumb or poor. Yeah. And I've, I've talked about some of those on the podcast before. But but sometimes when a game actually does have nice art direction and it couples that with really high level of of, gra- of graphical fidelity, like I'm playing I'm playing Mass Effect right now on my PC at like 1920 by 1200 and every single option cranked all the way up. And like, you know, sometimes it is sort of just amazing to see how different games look. When you when my character is running around and she's just got her gun strapped to her back and there's just things are are modeled to such an amazing level of detail just the little like holster on the, on the that she puts the gun into and the the little ammo thing or whatever i don't know what any of that shit's called you know just little yeah. crevices there and these things actually have like geometry and they're uniquely textured and it's really i mean it's really amazing it's only Oddly enough i got that uh that sort of satisfaction out of batman if only his cape yeah. is, is yeah. sort of it has that kind of rubbery uh, uh look to it and it was just kind of satisfying that it actually looked like an actual cape right no as opposed did. to just a flat thing that right you know is right. in the shape of a cape right it uses the same physics as a ponytail or whatever right yeah yeah, yeah. and you know i'm i'm as as probably most listeners know i think all of us we can say this about we're all super super duper thrilled to play uh, much lower budget indie stuff, all sorts of stuff. I mean, I don't care. I'll play old games all the time. Yeah. I have no, absolutely no right. compunctions at all with that. But, but it I mean, is nice when you see all yeah, there's the a sort separate of everything, part. That, everything yeah. that sort of modern technology allows used for something really awesome. Right. Mm-hmm. And not just either because it's there or bullshit showboating that has nothing behind it. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, th- there are game there are games that are equally as detailed, but I, I think just are not interesting to look at at all. But mm-hmm. you know, some of the it's stuff like in Mass Effect. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> Um, especially in the space station, I think I just think some of that stuff looks so nice. Well, you love space. I do love space. There's actually really Nick and I were discussing. There's when you're in the space station, if you're in the outdoor, you know, outdoor part, so to speak, like the park, and you and you yeah, the park, and you look up. There's there's you can see like a cloud layer and atmosphere. And I was wondering. My, it was funny because my interpretation of that was there's just a like big projection or screen. Oh, it's that some they put up there. Are like there's simulated atmosphere or something. Well, that or? was Nick's theory. And I and I yeah. like that they never mention it in any of the um, in any of the little automated guide uh, robots you can talk to or anything. Mm. Like I I like that I had this interpretation of it and Nick had a different one. And either way, I think it's kind of a cool little detail that's just there. <laughs> and it just you know it just points to a game that's fairly well conceived visually and just it's uh, it's nice. More games should have detail like that that goes unexplained. Yeah, I agree. Yep. So too often it's like. You've got to save us. The volcano's exploding, and it's because of this. And the, <laughs> right. the other race is fighting with us, and that's why yeah. there's this. Over, well, you know, I mean, Mass Effect has some of that. Well, noise. it certainly does. It certainly does. <laughs> right, right. But it also yeah. lets you look up at a sky in a park and wonder right. whether or not the sky is right. synthetic or not in the future. Yeah, yeah. yeah. sweet. You know, it's cool, and and that's to <laughs> yeah. me where Mass Effect shines. And I I think there's there's more of that in the in the opening level. The other the other part that's actually very much like that, at least in the conversational aspect, is the. <laughs> The ice planet, as goofy as that is to say, mm. there's that whole there's a ice. that whole quest line yeah. where you where you have to call this guy out on shady without spoiling too many things. You know, you essentially have to have to um, take a guy down, but the the ways you can do it are, are fairly varied and and up and up to your demeanor. It's pretty cool. Do you guys know what Mass Effect Two is going to be like in terms of is it going to like where the the sort of pendulum of of stuff that you like is going to swing on that game? That was a weird analogy. I think that I think you know what I think it'll go. <laughs> further in both directions i mean i think they're going to go more towards the like dark crazy epic story prophecy mania right yeah and and also though it looks like they're pushing it even further in the interactive direction to the point where extremely important main characters can die 
um, which is always the kind of thing that I think is interesting when there cool, are yep. things that just allow two different people to have different experiences of the game. Almost, I mean, anything that you can put in that category, I'm usually on board with. <clears throat> and Mass Effect 2 looks like they're pushing that further. I mean, I... And you know the other... <laughs> yeah? I might have to take back what I said earlier in the episode. Because, I mean, they are pushing cutscenes, and I guess, you know, technically it's it's more like an adventure game in the, the way that they're doing it, where, you know, I mean, you actually have responses yeah. that you're choosing, you're directing the cutscene right. as opposed yeah, to yeah, the, yeah. the cutscene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like that stuff. I like that stuff, and man, they're doing such a good job with it in the sequel. I mean, the, oh, just well, conversationally. This is God, maybe, maybe, the shots are just, they're fucking brilliant. The stuff is, that they showed at E3 was just amazing. Uh, a secret of cutscenes? Hmm. If they're good. You still sometimes don't want to skip them. If if oh right, of course. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. But I mean, but yeah. The problem is that ninety nine point nine nine percent of cutscenes. But but I mean, there's ridiculous. But in addition to being, but I mean, there's also just a mechanical difference. I think in Mass Effect you are interacting. That's that's, that's, that's the adventure game difference too, because you make a choice in an adventure game too. Yeah. I want to say this, and then it plays. That is, there's at least some interaction well, going on. Well, there, whereas but, a traditional and it's cut a game where if game, the if the cutscenes that you're seeing, you're only seeing them as a consequence of your actions. Like this dude, like if a major character dies off, right? Yes, yeah, I want to yes, see that. Yeah. Huge, like you're going to want to see the repercussions of that, and that, that and like something that happens between a level load or something. Right. You know? I mean, and yeah. that's sort of like what you get well, with most. But games. Nick, also, I mean, as a counter, adventure games do have a lot of cutscenes that everyone will see and are purely there, and you have no impact on. I mean, you know, Grim Fandango. That's has true. tons of, for example, your, your game. The, but, the like, of, but the thing I was saying about that in response to Jake's point earlier is that you're very unlikely to be playing an adventure game unless you really specifically want that. And I, when I play an adventure mm, game, yeah. I, I expect it to have, to have good, enjoyable dialogue and good, enjoyable cutscenes. And if it doesn't, I'll probably think it's a bad adventure game because yeah. that, so much of the game is that. In, that, in adventure games, at least, we're talking about adventure games again, at least yeah, the, yeah. The, sort of the, the memorable, well put together ones, the cutscenes also are... A payoff. Well, they're a payoff, and they're also the things that set the world state to wherever, whatever the next right, ride is. Like, yes. Right, right, right. Dango does of, that brilliantly. Yeah, like in adventure yeah. games, if you're seeing a cutscene, it almost always means, okay, th- that means that I've stepped through into the next sort of gated section right. of the puzzle. Like, I may be in the same environment, but all right. the characters are different. Like, the whole world is now open to explore. It's sort of... I mean, other games do that as well, but not always. It's like a huge cutscene plays, and then it's like, wait, I, I'm on the exact same hill that I was standing on before, right. and now I've got yep. to go back to shooting guys, whereas yep. at least... yep. Uh, you know, it's now action games are the worst offender of that. I, I, that is by far my biggest hatred of any kind of cutscene is the kind where you just do a thing that I feel like I should be playing. That is the worst. I mean, Halo 3 ends that way with a car jump and it burns my ass. Why was I not jumping in that car? Yeah. Yeah. It, the, I have no patience for that whatsoever. (laughs) I'm sure in a lot of cases that stuff is a technical issue but right oh but my that's god well that's yeah it's we've the, talked we've talked about that at work sometimes about how in uh like most games that aren't adventure games when someone wants to talk or have a lot of exposition uh or affect an interesting state change on a world or have a sort of fine object interaction there's a cutscene right and then in adventure games <laughs> right. uh, when you want yeah. to jump or shoot a gun there's a cut there's scene. a cutscene yeah but when those two th- when that division goes away like when they get that backwards it's really mm. frustrating where it's like yeah. why are these adventure game characters just talking to each other all the time or like why is this person put turning a key in a lock give me right. a break yep. or why is master chief jumping a warthog off a cliff like fuck and you. i'm not doing it right, right. yeah that, i and what you say about state t- changes i completely agree with that's a great point like w- when when a game simply stops to show you something in the world with your character with no other extraneous elements introduced and then you're back to where you were a second ago, except now your character's done a thing. That is 
intolerable. I, I can't. I just can't. <laughs> well, yeah, the worst is when I can't stand like, it. The police playing... are coming to arrest the game designers right. who implement those choices. Like, that happens to me a lot. In like, just it seems like a thing in third-person games. Like third-person third games it, are way worse. Or like yeah, on, yeah, on yeah. consoles yeah. where you walk up and just you happen to enter the trigger box for a character, and then it'll just play a conversation you have no agency over. Right. Yep. And then that character walks away, and you're on the street. Right. And then if it's GTA, your cell phone will ring three seconds later, and the same person <laughs> will call you up and give you a mission. It's like right. what? Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. People should do less of that. Yeah. And and to Bioware's credit, they usually do in Mass Effect a pretty good job of having cutscenes be an introduction to a fairly They're sort of a finale like, or an opening right, exactly. yes, right, yes, yes, right, yes. right, right. I still usually don't like watching the ones that are completely stock and are just explaining why you're the big hero who's got to kill right. the bad guy. I, I just find that stuff so tedious, but but yeah, yeah they, 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 they have they have a better grasp sparingly. Of, yeah. Um yeah. I mean, even so, Valve throws in cutscenes, but they're not... Yeah, but at least, short. as you said, and I know this is an immature thing, but at least, as you said, you can jump around. You can knock Dr. Kleiner's computer monitor though. I mean, the G-Man, I mean, there are... there are. Okay, that's like the one... I know, I know, that's ex- the, but the it is the one, but it does exception. exist, and I mean, that yeah. is incredibly... But, like, that's but I feel like but that... I, that's okay, because when the G-Man right. shows up, that it's like it's that's huge. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like such a big you moment. should be incapacitated. Right. Well, and that's that that's the power of right. using cutscenes very exactly. sparingly because yeah. when right. it happens, it's like oh shit. Yeah, you know? and it also you know it's so interesting because Valve games are some of the only games made by anybody where if you as the player lose control, that means the character loses control. Mm. I don't know, maybe Bioshock kind of did that, where they made a point the same way, kind of. Bioshock arguably. will still occasionally have your guy. Like, there's the cutscene where he, right at the beginning of the game, when he stands up and plasmids are first introduced. Like, I was actually really bummed when Bioshock did that. Yeah. When you get thrown off the, the ledge and then you're on the ground unconscious for a little while. Yeah. I guess it's because you That happens, you, half, guess that you happens in Half-Life 1. Yeah, I guess that's true. But, I mean, again, that's used specifically because your character is actually unconscious. Yeah. And to me, that's fine. Like, I, I think it's really interesting, the idea that that... If you're in control, that means your character's in control. If you're not in control, that means your character is yes. literally not in control. I think that's fascinating. I think the moment and in the, Bioshock, uh, you actually, your guy sort of paths for you. For yeah, I think, I think you're probably right. But, Maybe that um, plays into the larger themes of Bioshock. <laughs> it arguably could. But, um, but yeah, I think, that, I think that is really interesting about the G-Man. And I think that's a really, I, I, I agree. That's, well, with both of you guys, I guess, that's um, a particularly fascinating choice in the context of Valve games. Yeah. Um, Where's episode three? Yeah, I know. No I really want episode God. three so badly. I uh, I love the episodes. Steve's gonna have sign language. Yeah, Steve uh, Steve Gainer and I, Steve Hotscoops Gainer and I were talking about that at lunch today about if it was Half Life Episode Three, colon Half Life Three. <laughs> <laughs> I think they probably regret not calling it Half Life Three Episode One, Half Life Three Episode, or two. at least just branding it like what modern like the current companies yes. have been doing with DLC, where it is Half Life. Half-Life 2 Aftermath. 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 Get the Aftermath DLC instead of like this is the first episode in a new story. Like ah, yeah. We're, no, I agree. we're putting them out whenever we want, but yeah. we're making you feel beholden to playing all of them. Right. Yeah. But I'm absolutely glad they went the the development route they did. I think yeah, they yeah. got the name oh, wrong, yeah. but I'm so glad. Because like, I know a lot of gamers don't feel that way. I mean, I think people fall on you know two sides of the fence yeah. there, but I, I'm really glad they didn't wait and do episode three. I don't, did, I, did I tell you guys about when I was talking to Doug Lombardi at um, Comic-Con and, and he was saying, um, you know, after they finished uh, Half-Life 2... Right, this isn't, this isn't new, but yeah, exactly. Oh, right. They said literally the whole office, there was just this horrible mood where people, the idea of starting uh, on yeah. a Half-Life 3 literally made everyone just sick. And they I'm just sure those guys not. are all pretty pleased now, though, since they've been just churning I know, they've just been awesome making game like every, games every year. Every year yeah, yeah, they've all been super fun. Um, no, I'm, 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 yeah, I mean, I, I do sort of hope around. that Valve at some point puts out another 
huge epic game because I really liked playing through Half Life Two and obviously Half Life One, an epic Mickey. I um, loved playing through Half Life One. I admit I didn't get through Half Life Two the first time I played it. Oh really? I oh. just I kind of burned out on it after a while. I sort of I slowed down during some of the way elongated vehicle segments. Yeah, but I played through that entire game. Yeah, did you? I definitely played through it eventually, but yeah, yeah. I just um, I love the episodes and I love like the the length of time that you're the Left 4 Dead sort of facilitates or TF2. Like they've sort of covered the range of all yeah, sorts right, of exactly. Mm, yeah. Yeah, they really have. Yeah. But I would love after they've done all of the sort of iterative stuff they've done over the last like five years, if at some point, whatever 2015 year of the PS3, right. they put out some PS3 exclusive. A, well, maybe not that that's probably unlikely from valve, yeah. but uh, a game that is, yeah, who knows? That, that would take it's more than a four hour investment. They'd probably be big, big enough at this point to staff it with enough people who didn't go through two cycles of Half Life at this point. Right. Yeah. Um. Anyway. What was I gonna, was I gonna say? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Did you guys see that uh, Valve had those videos? I haven't watched all of them yet. Where they, they, Gabe Newell did all of this. Um, oh, the sign language. The stuff? sign language. Yeah, stuff yeah I haven't seen them yet, but I. I haven't seen them either, but I, I saw a little bit of the beginning of the first one, um, and. Uh, where they're essentially trying to to experiment with this idea of sort of a deaf character or how you would make this right. readable, and I, I just I find it so fascinating the 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 depths of research that Valve seems to consistently uh, go to in in almost any area you could conceivably imagine. Mm-hmm. It's it's fairly heroic um, as far as game design. It amazes goes. me that they're so they're organized enough as a studio to pull all that stuff off because yeah. I I know. Without much producers fact, or much like, of a management staff. Every studio wants to do that stuff, and a lot of studios can afford it. I mean, I think most people probably could afford to deal with a lot of that sort of weird stuff if they had their shit together enough. But it's one of those things that you're like, oh, we should totally do this. Uh, and then, like, somewhere <laughs> along the line, someone doesn't think it's important. Or yeah. Yeah. just you can't find someone to take the responsibility. And, you know, are you you know, those guys are so good at, at just, I mean, maybe it's because they just do have a, way more time than anyone else. Uh but it, it always it does always impress me that they just they seem to do a million crazy part, part crazy detail oriented things like that. Part of it is probably how self organized they are to an extent. Like they're really unusual in that they have no production staff, they have no producers, and they have very little top level management. Mm. Um, and they they seem to. So I was like, we all agree that this is important. Let's just do right. it right I, now. I, well, I think yeah. I think it's less we all agree and more just I there's someone like on the this. team yeah. who takes yeah. enough initiative to just do it. And then someone, you know, Gabe Newell or whoever says, okay, go Well, yeah, do that it. takes the mutual I mean, trust I, of the rest of the team. Right, exactly. you doing that is not going to fuck everyone else. Right, exactly. Which and, is, I think, uh, another issue. It, it, yeah, exactly. And they're, they're also pretty ballsy. In ter- or not, I don't know, ballsy, but they have enough money, I guess, to hire just weird people out of nowhere. Like yep. weird cinematic, like special effects physics guys and experimental psychologists, psychologists and yes. all, this weird, all these sort of weird people they can just hire. And that comic book artist who I guess is an actual Valve employee oh, now, like Michael Oming. Michael Oming, mm, yeah. yeah. So just stuff that is just really crazy. Um, Valve was a weird company. Yeah. Um, Michael Oming. Yep. So, yes, that's what we think about video games. Computer games. Computer games. Ooh, computer and video. So games. yeah, next week we're not going to do reader mail this week because we hate you. But we do hate you. We no. I think we're going to do possibly an all reader mail mailbag extraordinaire next week. Oh yeah, week, yeah, yeah. We'll see if that works out. Which uh, reminds me that we should talk about the new Idle Thumbs voicemail. Oh yeah. Or, uh, oh, so, yes. Sorry, the wizard. Idle Thumbs Wizard On service, yes. as we've yeah. called it. It's patented. It's sort of it's our exclusive new wizard service on wizard. by Edge. 
by Edge. Um, you can call it using your phone, uh, which has an Edge network connection. Yeah. We also accept 3G or landlines, but <laughs> um, yeah, Wizard On. So the phone number? 55 Wizard On. Yeah, so yep. if you're in an accident, I would not call that number. Call 911. <laughs> but if you if you wish to leave us a mail, 55 Wizard On. Yep. Uh, should we read the numbers that that actually is? Because that's not yeah, doesn't sound can, like a phone number. If you can figure that <laughs> out, right. go ahead. Uh, for what it's worth, that is actually 559-492-7366. That's a U.S. phone number. Oh, right. Also. United States phone mm. number, yes. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and the, the 55W is the area code. Um, yeah. So, so it's 55WizardOn. Yeah. This may be a long-distance call. Ask your parents' permission before calling. <laughs> yeah, we don't know what we're going to do with that yet. Maybe you can leave us a message and maybe we'll respond to it. Maybe not, though. Who knows? The wizard. He knows. Wizard on. <laughs> okay. Is that it? Are we done? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> You're Mr. Papa! There we go. Video Five five wizard on. Wizard, the wizard, the wizard. On. <laughs> yeah, there will probably be some good games coming out, like Time Donkey. I can't wait for that game. I know nothing about I, is it. That, I don't think that's a real game. Yes, it is. Oh, sure I don't is. think so. Yeah, Are it's the next Blurst oh, yeah. game. That's got to be real. Really? Time Donkey? Yeah. Yeah, they put up a prototype video for it, and then on their blog... Oh, they, they did? Said, yeah, like a couple of weeks ago. And then oh. they said, oh, yeah, Time Donkey's the next Blurst game. And then like two days after that, Jonathan blows... Yeah. Oh, I didn't uh, realize they turned up. Yeah, and then they worked like, it in. And then the Time yeah, Donkey okay. thing... It was just very serendipitous. Oh, okay. Yeah, they they like just announced that they were doing that as their next project, and then... Because it seems like a braid thing, but it's not really they yeah, yeah. Right. But yeah it, it was that's pretty funny i didn't realize that that was the timeline yeah i hadn't yeah. heard of it till it until the the, you, until the blow thing you record additional donkeys and then play them, <laughs> play them back and you can jump on their backs so, right yeah and doing, and doing like, like that, that cursor 10 game did you ever play that the flash game no man this could be a podcast whatever um anyway. but yeah I, I want time donkey to exist just because i enjoy all the music in their other games and i want to hear the time yeah. donkey music also, to control a, don- a donkey through time. Time donkey yeah. through time. How can you turn that? But yeah, man, you didn't know time donkey is real. No, I totally didn't. Now I know. I'm time excited donkey now. two. Oh man. Video game. I would love if that happened. I would love if it happened. That would be, that would be great. Took a song on Twitter. Yeah, yeah I know that would be great. I'm just, I'm just like douche douche, no, far cry two. Video game. We we finally I, I checked for the first time in months on iTunes. And I think we finally moved up to like page three of the video game feature. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Ever be in the top twenty? Fuck! Like, There's some lame man. Page three. <laughs> no, what are you talking about? <laughs> no, God, oh, really? Fuck! Fuck! God, this makes me so mad. Page three. Oh, Gotta do better, guys. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> what do you actually No, there was some comedy that I uh we ran across a couple of days ago um that I might be able to I grab. Mean, only on page three. What a joke. <laughs> I like I like how you get so p- you're like, "Oh fuck, goddamn it." Oh, what? Oh, there was some comedy we ran into the other day. Video game.
Oh, fuck. Right, I give up. <laughs> That's so funny to me. Yeah. <laughs> Far Cry 2. The video Fine. game. Trying. Follow 3. Ah.